0: Sing it with me. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story. This is my song. My all the day
1: long. Alright, and welcome back to the Wayward Podcast, where we learn to live life on the way of God's Word. I want to thank you all for joining me here today. I hope that you are having a good day. If you have been keeping up with our recent episodes, we have been making our way through Jesus' parable of The Good Samaritan. The Luke 10 text where the parable takes place has a lot of things going on. So focusing on the parables in a way that gives the text's content its due has required this particular series to go a little bit longer than I had originally imagined it to be, and I do apologize for that. Um, I just hope that this content is adding value to your life and to your understanding. So, as we continue with our interpretation of the Good Samaritan parable, we pick up where we left off the other day, with the introduction of the third character in the story Jesus is telling to the law expert. The first two characters in the story were a priest and a Levite. And if you were listening to that episode previously, you may remember that there were several things about these characters that correlated with the law expert. Like the priest in the story, the law expert may have been an off-duty priest, or a seasonal priest, or he definitely knew and worked with priests on a regular basis. And like the Levite, this law expert was also probably a Levite one from the tribe whose heritage meant serving in the temple and showing everyone how holiness was done. And in our interpretation of them, one of the primary factors that these characters shared that may explain why they ignored the injured man on the road was that they both possessed ingrained habits of setting limits and drawing lines that kept this injured man's suffering situation at a distance. The priest enjoyed an elevated status that could have potentially viewed roadside hospitality as work that was beneath his station and should be left to those who needed the practice in learning to live righteously. The Levite practiced and preserved such a high standard of holiness that me he, that he may have interpreted this injured man's situation as something he must have deserved for some sin he must have committed. So it is very possible that with these factors in mind, Jesus is using these characters of the priest and the Levite to mirror back at the law expert why his heart is struggling with the idea of loving his neighbor. Like how the priest used his elevated status to create limits, and the Levite used his holy set-apartness to draw lines that isolated the man in his suffering. It's possible that this law expert was struggling to love God and love his neighbor, because he himself had learned to create such limits and draw such lines. So seeing how he's struggling with what the gospel is calling him towards and the habits his heart has become fixated on, Jesus desires to liberate him from those habits. And how Jesus intends to do that is by now introducing a third character into this story. And as we encounter this new character, there are at least three things we immediately see that are very different from the first two characters we encountered. The first difference is that he is a Samaritan. Now, the contrast here is stark. While the priest and the Levite were cut from the same cloth, there would have been a significant amount of space and animosity between them and this Samaritan character. A second difference is that Jesus, point, Jesus points out the Samaritan's heartfelt reaction when he sees the injured man. Whereas the priest and the Levite saw the man and no reaction was noted, the Samaritan saw the man and felt compassion. And a third difference is that whereas the priest and the Levite just passed on by, the Samaritan went to the man and exerted much time, energy, resources, and money to treat and restore the man. So what is Jesus trying to accomplish with this starkly different character he has just inserted into the story? Looking at the relationship between the story characters and the law expert can be helpful here. While the priest and the Levite shared a direct correlation to the law expert, this Samaritan character does not. And perhaps that is the point. It is not how the Samaritan character correlates to the law expert, but it is how he does not the Samaritan is perhaps meant to illustrate what the law expert has not been able to embody yet. Or what the law expert has thus far been struggling to embody. And it may be here where we are finally in a position to be best able to answer the question of why did the law expert insert himself into Jesus' conversation with his disciples in the first place. This interaction between Jesus and the law expert, it started kind of around Luke chapter 10, uh, verses 17 through 24. And the disciples, they had just returned from a mission trip in the nearby regions, and they were full of joy. And Jesus was rejoicing with them. And God's kingdom was a joyful reality that they were sharing together in that moment. And when Jesus audibly thanked God for it, he thanked the Father who was revealing this special gift to his children and not to some elite group of wise and intelligent. I believe this context provides the possibility that the law expert who was nearby saw the joyful reality of God's kingdom, wanted to be a part of it, and heard that all his wisdom and learning may not have been the advantage he thought it was. And I think all of that compelled him to insert himself into Jesus' space and ask him, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And as we've discussed already, he had the answers to that. Love God, love neighbor. And as we've already discussed, the implications of that did not sit easy with him. Or at least, not with the habits his learning and heritage had ingrained in him. And Jesus knows he's struggling with this hang-up. And Jesus wants to free him from this hang-up. And so he gives him a story that uses two characters he's familiar with To first show him the absurdity of mercilessness. Jesus is effectively using these characters to show our guy what not to do. The mercilessness he is not to practice. And then he uses another character to show him how mercy is possible. How loving God and loving neighbor is possible. Since the law expert was struggling to accept this vision of mercy in his own heart or behavior, Jesus is using the Samaritan character to show the law expert what he has the potential to be. And in contrast with the two previous characters, Jesus is using this Samaritan character to show the law expert what it looks like to not have a heart that is chained to the kinds of limits that choke mercy out of the gospel. Jesus is still very much instructing the law expert in the way of the law's love-God-love-neighbor ethic, but he is using a character that subverts and rejects the mercilessness that has come to restrain the power of that ethic, the mercy that God desires his children to embody. It's like this is Jesus' answer to the law expert's Original question, what does the law expert need to do to inherit eternal life? Love God and live the way of mercy. And this brings us to the point where we are finally able to understand Jesus's answer to the law expert's second question. Struggling with his own heartfelt hesitations, the law expert asked, who is my neighbor? But by the end of the story, Jesus told him, "We might begin to see that Jesus wasn't so much answering the question as reframing the question." At the story's end, Jesus asked the law expert, "Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the rob to, of of the robbers?" And the law expert answered the one who showed him mercy and Jesus replied go and do likewise the law expert's question was his struggle to decipher who was and who wasn't his neighbor based on who and who wasn't deserving of mercy but Jesus reframes the question to focus on whether the law expert is or is not ready to show mercy. The law expert had asked, "Who is my neighbor?" And Jesus turned it around as if to indicate to the law expert, "You are." To Jesus, the real question a disciple of his must answer is not, "Who is my neighbor?" but "Am I ready to be the neighbor?" Am I ready to be neighborly? Am I ready to be a person of mercy? Am I willing to live out God's mercy? Am I ready to be the neighbor someone needs? And it is on that very important question that we will conclude this second part of our interpretation today. I know that this has been a very short episode. Uh, I think that's okay because recently I've been putting out a bunch of long episodes, but I think a short, you know, I would like to put out shorter ones, you know, for the sake of attention span and time and just everything. But um, I think that's, it, I think it's good that this episode was self-contained to focus on the Samaritan and uh, how the law expert can learn from him. And I think uh, that question is good for us to sit with uh, here today. Am I ready to be the neighbor someone needs? In our next episode, which I hope to put out very shortly after this, uh, we will get into how we might learn from this story and how we might try living its lessons out in our lives. But until then, I hope you have a wonderful day. I want to thank you very much for joining me on this episode on the Wayward Podcast, where we learn to live life on the way of God's Word.
0: This is my story This is my song Praising my Savior All the day long My story, this is my song, praising my seed.